Hey everyone, it's time for episode 25 of A Shot of Business Central and a Beer. In this month's episode, we're still bringing you the latest Business Central news. We'll be joined by Stacey Lingenfelter, who is an associate partner and director of ERP Systems at GoTo Partners. We'll be taking a look at Job Whip and Business Central, and we'll be discussing some new upcoming Business Central apps. My name is Michael Introvertolo, aka the person who coined the phrase, the greatest power in business is the magnificent power we all can possess, the power of Business Central. <laughs> As always, I'm joined by the man who realizes that turning your ankle still hurts like hell, no matter if you're a Business Central superstar or not. Mr. Ken Sebahar. <laughs> hey, Michael, how you doing? Happy to join you as always here. And and on this special day in particular, um, not only first first and foremost, it's your birthday. Oh, it is. It is. It so is. happy birthday. Thank another so year, another year wiser. Yes, very true. One hundred percent. And it also not only if that's not good enough. Uh, it's also your work anniversary. Yep. Seven years. Seven years. Congratulations. You're officially a veteran. Yeah. Now at this so point, much. I think. Uh, I you know, still remember on my one year anniversary, you called me up and you're like, you made it a year. You're here for life. <laughs> and, 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 and it may have taken me a couple of years to realize this, but, you know, it, it, it seems like you started working here on your birthday. Yeah, I did. Same day. <laughs> figure, right? <laughs> and it's still the same day. Yeah, it's not going to change. So, yeah, happy birthday to you. And also, welcome, Stacy. We're so thrilled to have you with us today. Yes, welcome, Stacy. Thank you for having me. Uh, longtime fan, guys. Big fan. Thank nice. you so much. Stacy <laughs> was uh, actually nice enough to go out and get the same exact beer that Ken and I will be drinking today. Um, it's a beer by Pipeworks Brewing Company. Now, Stacy, I think you said before when we were chatting that you have not tasted this beer before. Is that is that true? I have not tasted this beer. It looks very interesting. Very interesting. Nice. And 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 are, <laughs> yeah, what what what's your usual go-to beer? Are you a beer drinker? Oh, I am very much a beer drinker. However, I am the standard Miller Lite kind of girl. Um, I recall from the last podcast that Michael was not aware of the calories. They are ninety-six. <laughs> and there is 3.2 carbs in a Miller Lite. Really? Yes, go. for your reference for the future. Wow. I'll tell you what, <laughs> those carbs make all the difference in the world after you try that non-alcoholic beer from the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> Although yeah. Ken was a big fan. I'd, I'd, well, I'd much rather have a Miller Lite, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> so this month, we are drinking, like I said, a, a beer uh, by Pipe from Pipeworks Brewing Company. So let's get a little bit of background on Pipeworks Brewing Company. They're established in Chicago in 2012 uh, by a, a, you know, a couple of friends who shared a dream of crafting quality and creative beers. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What's interesting about this brewing company is in Illinois and in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Madison, Wisconsin, they self-distribute their own beer, but they use different distributors for other breweries nationwide. Hmm. So, different like rules by state or something maybe, and maybe who, yeah, who yeah. can distribute yeah but uh i went on their website kind of a weird website you think you'd go on a a brewing company's website and there would be a tab or you know something on the ribbon that, that said beers there's nothing i had to go into the ordering tab and and pick like a style of how i wanted to pick it up and then see the list of beers and mm -hmm. uh they have 317 total beers mm -hmm. but this particular beer 
and I don't know if Stacy, you go out on uh, beeradvocate.com at all, but this particular beer has no ratings, no nothing on beeradvocate.com. So I don't know hmm. if it's a brand new beer or whatnot, but hmm. I got lucky finding it at the first store I went to. Well, I'm gonna crack it open and uh, take a pour here. Let's see right. see what this looks like. Ooh, all right. Looks, uh, looks like a hazy IPA at first, kind of brown. Yeah. And it looks uh, like apple cider. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> yes. It smells like apple cider. It does. It it's, looks like it. And well, it smells fruity, yeah. and the can the can has a bunch of cartoon characters on it, uh, little little people that are in the shapes of strawberries and bananas. So it says it's an oat ale with strawberries, bananas, and milk sugar. The can kind of reminds me of like a '70s cartoon or something like that. That's what I was thinking. The commercial for the movies, you know, where the little yeah. conce concession commercial where they right at the yes. drive-in theater, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Right, let's take a sip here and see what we got. Taking a sip. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's really different. It's got a little like sour, right? Like a little bit of sourness on it. Yeah. I agree. It's from the, I think the strawberry. It's not bad, but it's like the third sip, right? That's what they say. <laughs> the first one's always the best. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting uh, that. I thought like this, this in the aroma I got more like of the bananas maybe. I'm not getting any oat, I don't think. Yeah. It's kind of a, it says that's like a more sour, you know, than a bready flavor. I'm not going to lie. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Which is always a good thing when you're picking out a beer. 8% <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> that's and, always good. <laughs> and and it's and it's in a pint, the 16 ounce can. Yeah. So um yeah, so Stacy, I think that's that's almost like two and a half Miller lights. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> well, I better not drink too much before uh, I start talking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> good, th good thing I didn't have one before. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Good so this might might sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? It's it's a little bit of a different change. It's funny because this beer and that 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 other one that we had, that milkshake one. Um, the, judging by the names and the and the look of the cans and whatnot, yeah. I thought I was going to absolutely hate them. You know, but it's not that bad. <laughs> you, you know what, I mean? what a what a <laughs> what, an, what an endorsement. <laughs> Well, it's personal preference, right? It's not that bad, says Michael Introvertolo. <laughs> not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Did you notice it's a label on the can? It's actually like a printed label. Oh, maybe go, maybe go to partners can sell them the label. Maybe. maybe. Oh, yeah. So you can just buy a boatload of these uh, just aluminum cans and slap a different label on it. I love That's how the special like. yep. I love how the specialist from GoTo Partners notices it. And we had no idea. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's looking at yeah labels produced by the, the you know. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna send this in. It's not bad. So should we do should we do a, a an early rating and then maybe rate it again after it kind of gets a little bit more warm? Or it's up to you. You ready? Uh, I I say let's wait. Let's let's let's, let's hold wait. off. Yeah. Need to right. need to. Uh, evaluate a little longer here reminds me of like a pina colada type of it 
fiber or something. Sounds kind of like a mixed drink, the fruity, the strawberry. I could put a pineapple in this and be okay. Yeah. You know, an umbrella. (laughs) So let's see what else we got then for it. I don't know if I mentioned this company makes 317 total beers. Wow. Uh, the name of the beer we haven't actually said is Groove Grove. It's an oat ale with strawberries, bananas, and milk sugar. Um, it's a pale ale American. 317 beers. Wow. Maybe it's a lot of beers. Right? Pick a lane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they want to keep their craft status. <laughs> Maybe they have produced 317 beers like over over the course of their I'll tell you what, when I went on the website and actually found where you can order the beers, there was a lot of beers. And the the description for this one was, for the first time, we've brewed a beer with bananas. Groove Grove is a smooth and creamy blend of strawberries and bananas. The fruit duo seriously dances and swings through each sip. The fresh strawberries <laughs> pop up front, and then the banana flavors swoop in for a seriously tasty finish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I remember now. I know where I've heard of Pipeworks. They make a beer called Lizard King, Never heard and it's like a, a pale ale. Um, that, that I've had one of those. I've had, had that a few times before. You ever, have you ever heard of Pipeworks, Stacy? I have not. This was uh, an interesting find when I saw it. So I, I, when I asked my husband, "Can you go find this?" He was like, um, "I've never seen that before." So as I mentioned to Michael, he had to go to several places to find it. So yeah. yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> and now you guys got seven more cans, so hopefully you like it. We do. It's not bad. I, I really, I don't think it's bad. It's really carbonated. Like, it's just it consistently bubbling there, so. Yeah, it, it yeah. definitely reminds me more of a mixed, like, fruity drink than an actual mm-hmm. beer for some reason. And I think you prefer, at least I know you prefer more carbonated to less carbonated. Yeah, oh, right? definitely. So it's not that bad. I can't remember what I paid for four for a four pack. I don't know if it was twelve or fifteen dollars. Yeah. So kind of kind of comparable. You get eight percent alcohol. You get your you're yeah. It's a big big. Kind of your money's worth there. Yeah, for sure. It's not too bad. But yeah, enough with the beer. Yeah, let's get <laughs> this. Learn cast. more about go to partners. Yeah. So like we said earlier, we've got Stacy Lingenfelter here from Go To Partners. So Stacy, uh. You want to maybe give us a little bit of a background on, uh, you know, who is GoTo Partners and, you know, how long they've been using Dynamics Nav for and whatnot? So GoTo Partners is truly an amazing place to work. Um, we've been in business since 1995. GoTo is an ESOP company, and our ownership culture kind of creates this family-like environment. So everybody's always encouraging everybody and supporting one another. We have 11 offices now. Ken, I didn't. I don't know if you know this, but we recently opened our latest office in Viva Las Vegas. So oh. this just happened. Yes, it's very exciting stuff. Um, we have a whole group of like talented people. It's hard to say what we do exactly. So it's more like uh, the easiest way to describe it would be we identify customer challenges and then build a solution to address that, those challenges. So our services range from marketing to warehousing to technology solutions, supply chain solutions. Obviously we sell labels as well, as I mentioned. We offer like a really broad spectrum of services. So like I said, it's easier to list what we don't do than what we do. <laughs> so yeah, 
Sounds like definitely a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, it seems like it's really evolved uh, over the yes. years, right? From yes, you know, I think you we started using uh, Dynamics uh, back in around 2007, I believe. So in 2007, we started looking for a new ERP system, and then we actually implemented NAV in 2008. Okay. So and we've worked with SSI since then. Um, even when we were looking, uh, SSI was the first part partner that came in to work with us to show us the solution. And obviously, we're very thankful we made that choice because as we've grown and expanded, it's proven to be invaluable to us with the vast variance of our different needs as they've come up. And we've never run into a roadblock once that we couldn't achieve something we wanted to in the program. So it's been awesome for us, I have to say. And SSI is awesome as well. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that I think that's a real testament to to NAV and now, of course, the newest versions of Business Central, um, because of the breadth of the product. Right? It's like you know, you're like, oh, hey, we just uh, expanded internationally. Can we do multi currency? And it's like, yeah, that's yep. you know, standard functionality. Or hey, we just started doing uh, this. Can we do that? Yeah, and it's like you know, it has a really good breadth of functionality that allows you to do different types of processes, right? Yeah, it's so, I mean, it's very robust. It's, we've went from a printing company and we've now taken on all these other services that we're doing and it's, we've been able to find a way to customize or do an add-on or um, we'll work with Armella. Like Armella is our developer, obviously you know that from SSI to just come up with creative solutions on how we can achieve whatever thing we need to do. Yeah, very yeah. nice, very nice. So I feel kind of bad also because uh, I should have asked you first to give us a little bit about your background on you know, what you do and, and who you are. So maybe you want to tell the listeners about that? So my background as far as GoTo Partners is I started working there in 2001. Um, which was prior to us implementing NAV. And during that time, I kind of took the challenge of developing and implementing procedures for the current ERP system, as far as the administration and end-user functions. So I was trying to define best practices and to reduce errors that were happening. During that time, we went through an acquisition. And after the data conversion was when we realized that the ERP system we had was not gonna cut it. So that's when we started looking at NAV and we looked at a few others and ended up, like I said, in 2008, implementing Navision 5.0. Um, and myself, I've just, we acquired a few more companies and then I've just evolved into this role of managing our ERP system and all the different technologies that are currently connected to it. So right now, I think we're running about di nine different platforms that we are integrated with and we're currently looking to integrate more. So we've got all these various technology elements that we're connecting to and we've grown and grown and grown and I, now I'm directing all the little pieces that connect. It's amazing. So when you first started at GoTo Partners, did you ever think that your role would evolve into being the uh, ERP uh, or director of ERP systems? I did not. I started there doing inventory. Oh, so nice. it's a little crazy what has happened there. 
So just from isolating the issues and trying to do best practices, I started just really getting into the system. Our old ERP system was um, SQL as well. So it made it a little easier to get the information out of. So it's great. Using, yep. True, true, uh, true American story, I guess, right? Climbing it is. Yes. Climbing yeah. up the ladder. Yep. <laughs> um, so I don't know if Ken wants to take one or you want me to jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've got, yeah. All right. So what then I guess would be like uh, your your general perspective on NAV or your, your thoughts on NAV? Maybe you've got some favorite features. Maybe there's something you like. Maybe there's something you really don't, you know, you really don't like about NAV. I don't. So. There's nothing I don't like about NAV. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so NAV is like my child. It's actually a joke around the office. So I know it sounds funny, but I've literally feel like I've watched it grow up from a little baby and I'm really protective of it. But if you can imagine taking something and adding all these customizations and watch, you know, just finding all these different ways to turn it into something that can almost seems like magic happening as you got, you know, automating something and the process and watching somebody having to take 20 steps to do something only having to take two. So I love the flexibility of it. It's just, it's such an easy program to work with. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy too, right? Like a kind of raising a child from, you know, a child to being a teenager and then into an adult, you get to see all the different mm -hmm. forms and shapes and, and how, it, you know, how it takes shapes. That's it's yeah. pretty good. I, and like I think that I think that's I think that's really important too. Just from a like you know, if there's, there's people out there that maybe they're like looking at implementing a new ERP, right, or, or looking at implementing Business Central to to mm -hmm. to understand that like you know when you implement and you go live, that it it you know you need it to do the required functionality that you need it to do, but it but then you plan on having it you know it's going to develop over time. And you're going to add more features, add more functionality, maybe build more reports. Um, that it is that it does evolve. It's not like a static, you know, Scalable. a static system that just you implement it, it does what it does, and that's it, right? Grows as you grow. Yeah, and Microsoft obviously puts in new features and you know betters the feature that features that are currently there, and it's it's always evolving, always getting better, always new capabilities are coming out with it. So I and love it. Have you seen the, I guess, the newest version of it, Business Central? And if you have, are you a fan? I have looked, I've looked at some things. I've had a couple conversations with Ken about it. Um, Upgrading's definitely on our radar. The leap to Business Central is a little scary. I think Ken <laughs> referred to it as jumping into a pool that you think is cold, um, but it's exciting. So with the new plugin functionality and the promise of that less evasive future upgrades. So for us, obviously, lots of customizations. So we get a little nervous when it comes time to upgrade. But I think there's a lot there for us in the future as far as new capabilities. So I'm pretty excited about it. I think that's the general consensus with everybody who has to make the leap from NAV to Business Central. Everybody's yeah. kind of a little worried, a little scared. You know, like you said, customization, customization's got to be apps and, and, and what now, yep. depending on the version. But yeah, yeah, and and there's and there's options like of which version of Business Central you're going to go to if you're on premise, right? Or do you mm -hmm. continue to go on premise, or do we move to the cloud, yeah. the online version? You know, there's all these decisions that have to be made. But um, yeah, well, after you jump in the pool, 
And, he, and after that initial <laughs> shock, shock, then before you know it, you're swimming around free and easy. Yeah, yeah just, just keep swimming. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Stacey, do you have any uh, lessons or tips for, you know, anybody who's new to NAV or Business Central? Anything so, they can out with? I would say the one thing that I very much remember from when we originally went to NAV when we converted the software was we tried to make things like our old software. So we were changing it so that it would be easier transition for the end user. So my advice would be when you're converting from another solution to NAV, don't make decisions so that it looks or works like the old software. It might seem like a good idea to make that transition easier for the end user, but it's really no reason to change the functionality. You are getting rid of that software for a reason and the users will transition to it really easily. And we saw that especially when we went from classic to the role tailored client where we didn't make changes, it it was so smooth. It's just, people are so scared when they change, just have them roll with it and they're gonna love it. Yeah, of yeah. course, I mean, it's just, it's mm-hmm. just- yeah, most most people most people adapt, and I and I actually I think I think that the trend is that um, more and more people I mean adapt easier and easier it seems now, um, where even now with with the newest releases of you know Business Central, people you know a lot of people always said that well we want to use it out of the box and we don't want to customize it, um, but but we're we're actually seeing that in action now where where people are doing that and they're adapting to it. And I don't know if it's just because of the pace of technology and they're, they're used to learning a new app every day on their phone, mm-hmm. you know, mm. um, I or, don't know, but, or, but, but it, that, that's what I'm saying. Or it's so feature packed that <laughs> everything's true. There. Yeah. I can see it doing that too. <laughs> Easy big. <bell. laughs> I mean, though, like the point in there, right? I mean, the point from what my perspective was, if somebody who bought Nav, was because you kind of wanted to customize it and tailor it to fit your company and do what you wanted it to do. Right. It's one of the great things about it. Right. I mean, it is. You don't really hear too many people running out of the box nav, right? Um, no, there's. You know what? There, there's usually it always has been a real sweet spot is where you know there's companies out there and they're, they've been looking at ERP for a while at new systems and and they do something that's unique. You know that well this we do this or we do these two different things that we can't seem to find in one system. And we've looked at all these different systems. And then uh, with with NAV or Business Central, it's like you're able to develop it to fit to fit that, that one major uniqueness or something that you have. Yep. And then everything else, right, is, is vanilla. Right. You know? I, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody saying, oh, I really wish we didn't have these customizations and we were just running out of the box, you know? Could you imagine using your software, Stacey, with no customizations, no nothing? It might be I cannot. Cool. I cannot. It would be, now it would seem so tedious to do so many things that we've, you know, automated to, to process. So, but I can say we have changed some things that we initial, initially programmed to work a different way. We've changed it back to how it originally was because we realized it worked better how Microsoft had originally designed it. So we've had a couple, you know, bumps and bruises along the way, but we've learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
you, li- you live and you learn. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Um, got anything else you want to? Yeah, I mean the one, the one, you know, one question that I, you know, I had from from you know your role internally, um, you know, I guess just speak to like uh, like on a day to day basis, you know, just what are what are some of the ways that you help go to partners run and operate uh, dynamics successfully, right? And like, how do you interact with users, or how does that process work? Um, to make sure that all your use end users are happy. So at this point, we have an actual team. So there's it's a group of four of us. I would say five if we include Armella. But um, we are, you know, we're con- constantly maintenancing, um, going through, just designing, developing the different integrations we have. I still, because I've been there for so long and I've been there since the inception, since our inception of NAV, I literally still today was answering questions about inventory. So my day-to-day is still just like it used to be. I, I have this the same interaction with end users, helping them to, to solve some business problem that they have, how they can do it in NAV. We're we are literally every day doing some sort of customization and I'm not even kidding. So we are just consistently, and we use jet reports and power BI. So we're constantly building reports. We, like I said, there's four of us at this point that are working in there. Um, You know, customers, we help them as a service doing data mining on, on their information that's in our ERP system and helping them make decisions. So we are all over, we are just all over it. Put it that way, if I could say it like that. We are just in there and making the magic happen. Yeah, it's almost like a a blessing and a curse, right? At times where, like, let's say, you know, a user comes up to you and says, hey, I'd really like, um, you know, if if we could move this field over here, right? Um, That would really help me out a lot. And then, you know, you go do it and you come back 15 minutes later and you're like, hey, check that out. And right. And it was like so seemingly easy that, right, that just <laughs> opens the floodgates of requests. For you. Well, that was the beauty of personalization. I didn't have to do that anymore <laughs> because they were able to move it themselves. Yes. But I know what you're saying about like they want to add this column or that column or that column. And then they're like, oh, there's so many. And it's like, again you can personalize that and you can move things around. I, I hope to God business central is like that. I haven't looked into oh, that, but <laughs> you're going to, you're going to love business. Central. Okay. <laughs> is there drop and drag? Okay. That is the one feature I do have to say, I don't like when you're personalizing and you have to use the up and down button. So do we have drop and drag yet? Oh yes. Have, yeah. Yes. Oh. When you, yeah. When you, yes. yeah. When you personalize a page, right. Yes. You can drag columns around to, to, to move them, move them in order. Yeah. Okay. That that's good to know. I don't know about the down button. Yeah. Right. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. I miss that because classic you used to be able to move things around. So. I miss yeah. That. There's 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 yeah, there's still I I think like at this point with with uh you know with Business Central there's you know th- with all the new technology I mean now you right you can run it on your iPhone or or t- Android tablet or whatever mm-hmm. so they, there's a huge technological shift that got done. And I would say that like 98% of all the things that you you at, at any point could do, you now can do 
um, from a like, you know, personalizing it in terms of dragging columns around, expanding mm -hmm. the width of the columns, yep. um, choosing. How about, is that on the web, like the web interface as well? You can do that? Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, nice. Yeah. You're, yep. Yeah, on, on promise, it's virtually. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah, in the newest, you know, in the newest release, there, it's all web client. It's all they call it the modern client, and it's all whether you're running it on your phone or your Windows 10 machine, it's the same user interface, really. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so that's something even more so to look forward to. It's a, it's the, it's a next generation software in the now. Look at this guy. <laughs> it's working, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> All right. Well, all right. We don't want to keep you too much longer. So if Ken doesn't have any more questions, we can jump into the uh, the rapid shot, and then we want to get your review of the beer. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Ooh. All right. So it's five yes or no questions. Uh, I'll pay my homage to Dave from Barstool Sports. Everybody knows the rules, as he says. So here we go. Number one, are you a fan of artificial intelligence within ERP software? But of course, yes. Do you use Microsoft Teams? I do not, no, except for this call. Oh. Number three, are you related to John Lingenfelter of Lingenfelter Performance? I am not, but I do wish I was related to the Lingenfelter Corvette guy. But yeah, that's the guy, that's the guy, yep. Oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's no, guy. I'm not, unfortunately. <laughs> Maybe somewhere in my lineage, but no, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Number four, do you think on-premise software is more secure than cloud software? I have to say, yes, I do. Mm. And five, <laughs> so last, but definitely, definitely not least, I can't talk, is Microsoft Dynamics Nav, which is now also known as Business Central, the most versatile, scalable, easy to use, fastest, and most productive <laughs> ERP software available? Yes, yes it is, it's magical, woo! All right, yay. <laughs> oh, great. Well, you successfully did the rapid fire uh, question segment, so now all that's left is the beer. Tell us what you think and give us a, uh, a rating on the scale of zero to 100. I think we do below 50, you can't I'll, drink a glass. Let me, I'll start. How about oh, I, how about I start? Going. All right. I don't want, I don't want Stacey to have to go first. Put, put the pressure on me. Go ahead, right. go yeah. ahead, Ben. So my uh, my rating system, yeah, zero to one hundred. Um, fifty means that I below fifty means I'm probably not going to have another one. Right. Over fifty to one hundred is as I will. Um, so I am exactly sitting on top of the fence right now because I kind of like it, but the but it has a there's a sourness to it, and I, I'm not a fan of sour beers. Yeah. So I'm going to go 50. Oh, that's hmm. a lot lower than I thought you'd go. Yeah. Would you prefer to me to go next, Stacey, or you want to jump in? Um, I can go. So yeah. I have to say, I don't hate it, which I was really surprised. I thought I was going to hate it. The only thing I don't like, and I don't know if you guys will agree with this, is it kind of leaves a palate in your mouth of a banana. Like, I don't know. There's like a, a gritty, a little bit of a gritty thing going on. I don't know. But um, I don't hate it. So if I had to say, will I drink another one? So 50 was the rating, I would say 60. So I'll probably drink another one. I'm way out of the park here now. So me, um, 
I look at this as a beer that would kind of maybe replace wine and like a wine tasting with cheese. You know what I mean? You know, for the Kentucky yeah. Derby, you've got your hat on. Very gentlemanly, like you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go 75. I could definitely drink a couple of these on like a a a, a nice day. Um, to me, it's a very light beer. Maybe almost too carbonated though, or maybe that's just the oats talking. But yeah, I'm gonna go 75. There you go. So. Look at see, I don't drink wine, so maybe that's why I don't. Yeah, I really don't either, but I just kind of picture wine and cheese for some Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't done a statistical analysis, but I'd have to say you're a higher grader than I am. Is that, would you agree? Probably. Generally? Yeah, but you're also a more seasoned beer drinker than I am. I don't know. We've been I, at this for like two years now. Yeah, but I literally, the only time I drink alcohol is during the podcast. <laughs> so once a month, you know, uh, and, and before the podcast, I never really drank beer. It was always, if I had a drink, it was more like a yeah. mixed drink. You know what I mean? Come a long way, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially since I didn't like that non-alcoholic beer. Which is... Now you're drinking <laughs> banana, strawberry, yeah, oat, yeah, oat yeah. ales, yeah, yeah. for crying out loud. My beer can's got an umbrella in it. <laughs> With milk sugar. The milk sugar is still a little... Egg. Lactose? Is that the word? I don't know. Oh, lactose? Yeah. I'm not lactose <laughs> intolerant, so... Okay. There you go. All right. Well, all right. We appreciate you taking the time joining us on our podcast. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, thanks for all the insightful tips and and whatnot. We truly appreciate it. And yeah. I truly appreciate appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you, Stacey. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Talk Bye. To you soon.